Audio wrangling is a sister site to audio angling, which allows people with opinions on angling and related topics to express them freely as an insight into what some of the issues were in the early part of the 21st century. My name's Phil Williams and this is a 2014 recording, which I'm going to do myself, looking at the decision-making process and angling implications of the Rossell Rock Armour Sea Defences planned for construction by Wyaburra Council starting later this year. I suppose the important point to make here is that while it may well be a local issue, it also has massive national implications as a further 93 similar schemes are planned all around the country, with the budget quoted at around £2.3 billion. Just to set the scene, all the negative experience objections expressed by shore anglers locally are based on a similar scheme which was completed at nearby Morecambe back in 2007. There the engineers laid around 20 metres of huge limestone boulders along the entire high water line from Hesham through to the north of the town, killing any chance of high water fishing in the area there at a stroke. Not only that, but a series of large boulder groins also helped re-sculpt the entire intertidal shoreline, depositing sand and exposing bedrock and boulders in areas where neither had previously been seen. Understandably, anglers in the area were livid, claiming that as major stakeholders they were neither consulted nor considered, and some non-anglers were also very unhappy too, for while it has pretty much cured the problem of flooding by taking all the energy out of the big pounding seas pushed in by big gales on spring tides, there have also been claims of litter accumulations in the rock voids leading to rat infestations. For those that might be interested, there's also an audio angling recording with local tackle dealer Jerry Foote, who puts a totally different slant on how the Morecambe work has affected sea anglers. But that's Morecambe, and we're talking here about Rossall. I think what shore anglers in the File Coast area were very keen to avoid was history repeating itself. As it stood, this was a £65 million project aimed at protecting around 8,000 properties from flooding, which as everyone knows has been a problem in the past, particularly when big tides pushed in by severe storms breached the sea defence walls either side of a concrete walkway from the five-barred gate through to Russell Point. Anglers, some of whom are also residents, fully appreciate the need to protect property at the expense of fishing if needs be, but were also aware that alternative solutions were possible that could actually satisfy both needs. Normally in situations such as this, while people like to moan about what's going on, Nobody usually bothers to try to do anything about it. Thankfully, not so this time, as a small group of us attended an open day with the engineers in Fleetwood Library to voice our concerns, resulting in a meeting being set up between invited anglers and Wyoborough Council engineers at the Civic Centre in Poulton on the 3rd of May 2013, a full recording of which is also available through audio wrangling. Mainly it was local anglers, though in fairness the Angling Trust also sent along a representative, and North West IFCA, on which I have a seat, was represented by Fishery Officer Steve Brown and Senior Scientist Mandy Knott. The key angling concern was that this being the particularly important and popular high water fishery with good access, all would be lost if rock armour was put along the base of the wall between Russell Hospital and Fleetwood Golf Course. Once you get away from the water reaching the high water sea defences at Russell Point, it becomes less of an angling issue, as most of the fishing then is done from the beach. Mandy Norton, Steve Brown speaking on behalf of IFCA, also objected to the proposal, though interestingly from a totally different perspective. Apparently it seems Russell is an important area for the development of seed mussels, which are known to be adversely affected by limestone. 
so they were requesting the use of granite instead, which while this still meant problems for anglers snagging their end gear on the retrieve, potentially helped our calls on the basis of cost. Granite, we were told, costs twice as much, and also is less readily available than limestone, which gave us the opportunity to come in with proposals of our own to do away with the rock armour altogether, and at a far lower cost than switching to granite. One of the main angler-friendly alternative examples, coincidentally, happened to be another sea defence property protection project undertaken by Wyaborough Council along the seafront residential area of Cleveleys from Cargate through to the boundary with Blackpool. Private properties along that particular stretch are literally just yards from the high water line, so whatever you do to protect things there really needs to work well, which this does. The fact that it's also angler-friendly just happens to be a bonus. They've kept the same basic concept of a wall, but included access points with rubber seal doors which can be clamped shut when the sea starts to overtop. But instead of using rock armour to break up the motion of the incoming waves and take some of the energy out of them, they put in more aesthetically pleasing banks of steps along the whole length, which are regularly used by anglers and anyone else wanting to access the beach. So a similar scheme was requested by me to the engineers at the meeting, but unfortunately was dismissed immediately on the grounds of cost. Limestone rock armour, it seems, comes in with a much lower price tag, but more importantly, or perhaps even an incidental extra bonus to dismiss the use of the steps, was long-term weathering and were. Unlike random lumps of rock, steps, we were told, eventually need repairs. The fact that limestone will also weather quickly didn't seem to be an issue, just as long as the work couldn't be seen or measured in the way that an engineered structure can. As you can probably imagine, a lot of ideas were batted backwards and forwards, with the more promising ones being written down and debated in more detail in smaller groups, so that the engineers could take them away, check them out and cost them, then later run them by the contractors for feasibility. These included running two flat concrete platforms or berms, one halfway up and the other along the top of the rock armour, putting in as many runs of access steps to fish from as the money would allow, constructing a number of long angled access ramps which could also be fished from, and also using the proposed groins as fishing piers. The piers idea, unfortunately, was dismissed pretty much out of hand, as this implied the blessing of the engineers who would then be responsible on health and safety grounds for risk litigation if these resulted in accidents or loss of life. On the drawings given to us at the meeting, there were already banks of access steps through the rock armour onto the beach which could have been fished from. In fact, it was suggested that these could be angled wider at the bottom to avoid snagging the rocks on the way back in, which the engineers said they would consider. But what they also pointed out was that the number and position of these steps shown on the plan wasn't necessarily how the finished job would end up. I did ask if more steps could be put in as a concession, and if, after running the computer models to see what the effect of the works might have on the geography of the beach, that these should be positioned where it was predicted features suitable for attracting fish might be created. I then went on to point out that the previous attempts at computer modelling the beach hadn't always gone that well. In particular, I was talking about the steps at Cleveleys, which suddenly come to an end in a curve with a cafe and a toilet block on top of them, immediately adjacent to the launching slip for the Wireboat Angling Club, where I am a member. I've actually been using this slip for over 30 years without any problems. That is, until the steps were put in. A large boulder groin was also put onto the beach maybe 50 yards to the north of the slip, which has proved to be a danger to small boats coming in at high water, and was presumably put there in the hope of collecting sand. The problem is that on a big tide which reaches the slip, 
The concrete is undermined by water following the contour of the steps, and the loose beach material beneath it then gets washed away, leaving a drop at the end of the slate which trail boats are unable to negotiate. Unfortunately, we had the council back to it repeatedly patching things up until around mid-2013, when they were finally forced to do a proper engineering repair. But the point is, it should never have come to that. I took photographs of the steps and slip, along with other photographs of the Rossell area, and from Morecambe, where the job is complete, to Plymouth University to see Professor Gerd Masselink, who's a coastal geomorphologist, and he was of the opinion that the problems at all of these sites could and should have been predicted by accurate computer modelling. Whether or not this would be accurate enough to precisely place banks of steps in front of predicted features when the rock armour work gets underway was another matter, which in any case is something the engineers appear not to have taken on board. But at least, through angular pressure, the engineering team at Wyoborough Council gave us the opportunity to have our say, make suggestions, and most importantly, finally have them consider angler needs to some extent. The needs of the seed mussels in the area, as put forward by the IFCA science team, also appeared not to have been given too much weighting, with angling coming out of the final plan with a few straws to clutch at at least. On the 25th of October 2013, I received the following confirmation from Wire Council Senior Engineer Catherine Pye regarding sea defence work to be undertaken. The rock revetment will now be split into a stepped upper revetment and a rock lower revetment, separated by a concrete berm or lower promenade one metre above the high water spring tideline. The request by IFCA for granite instead of limestone was rejected on the grounds of cost and guaranteed availability. That said, the Marine Management Organisation stipulated that limestone should come from a reputable source and that prior to installation it must be cleaned of all potential contaminants. My request for additional steps for use as angling platforms was considered and in part acted upon, with a doubling in number through the rock portion of the revetment from 7 to 14 banks. The number of ramps offering angling access was also increased as I requested, though unfortunately only from 2 to 3. The location and dimensions of a large rock groins had at that stage still to be determined, and a further public meeting was scheduled for the 14th of November at Fleetwood Marine Hall, where final objections and comments could be expressed. So on the face of things, quite a wide gap between what we've been asking for and what we look likely to get. A far cry from what we've been looking for, but a very different set of drawings, and with some angler-friendly adjustments to what the council had initially intended handed over to the contractors. We always knew it would have to be a case of compromise and concessions, with only those listening to this recording in the years beyond 2014 being in a real position to judge their worth or otherwise. On the other hand, even though we're only given a few crumbs brushed from the engineer's table, it still shows the value of taking the trouble to stand up and have your say, instead of moaning quietly and doing nothing about it in the apathetic way that anglers often tend to do. You don't get groups like the bird watchers, who carry a level of clout way beyond the small numbers, standing back like we do and taking it on the chin, or worse still, leaving it for somebody else to sort out. So who knows what additional concessions we might have prized out of them, had even more anglers bothered to have their voice heard. <laughs>